day just out in front of us I know will surely come That eastern sky will open wide Revealing God's dear Son And I know from here to heaven It's but a twinkling of an eye And in the midst of all His glory We'll hear the sweetest cry Welcome home
Hello and welcome to A Few Minutes in God's Book. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from Good Fight Baptist Ministries in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. Thank you so very much for taking the time to be with me today to hear the message that I have for you. And um, I pray that it's a blessing and a help to you. I pray that it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. Alright, so uh, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to continue on uh, with the series uh, Christ's Purposes. Okay, and uh, we're going to look at uh, Christ being sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and let's go to uh, Matthew chapter 15. And we'll read verses 21 to 24. And I'll put this up on the screen for you. I'm going to try this again uh, with, uh, with my e-sword. Uh, and, uh, and see how this goes. Alright, so. Matthew 15, verses 21 to 24. So in verse 21, the King James Bible says this. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. Verse 24. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Okay, so who did he come to? Look at John chapter 1. John chapter 1 verse 11 verse 11 says he came unto his own and his own received him not You see that there? He came unto his own. Now, who are his own? Look at Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3, verses 7 to 10. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters for, <clears throat> for I know their sorrows. Excuse me. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large and unto a, a land flowing with milk and honey unto the place of the Canaanites and and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. 
Now therefore behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Then verse 10, Come now therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Now, look at Leviticus 26. Leviticus 26, verse 12. And I will walk among you and will be your God and ye shall be my people. So, his own is Israel. They are God's chosen people. And they always will be. Okay, and so this includes uh, his own race, meaning Christ, his, his own race, his nation. All right, um, uh, Caiaphas, the Pharisees, the Sadducees. All right, now go to Acts four. Acts chapter four. And um, let's read 26 and 27. And the kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together. Now, remember, remember that Christ was not a Baptist. Christ was a Jew. And he's from the tribe of Judah. Go to John 4.22. John 4.22. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. Christ was a Jew, not a Baptist. Okay? Now, look at Revelation 5, verses 1 to 5. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book 
neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And verse 5, And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. Christ was a Jew and he come into his own and his own received him not. So now what was his message to his people the Jews? Go to Matthew 4.17 Matthew 4.17 From that time Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Alright, so Christ's message to Israel was a kingdom message. He preached the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of heaven is a literal visible Davidic kingdom that Christ will set up at his second coming and he will rule from Jerusalem for 1000 years okay look at look at Daniel 2 Daniel chapter 2 verse 44 And let's read 43 as well And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay They shall mingle themselves with the seed of men But they shall not cleave one to another Even as iron is not mixed with clay and the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall not be left to other people but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever. This is the millennial kingdom. Okay, and Christ is going to rule from Jerusalem for 1,000 years. Okay, the kingdom of heaven I... You know the, the promised land. Right? The land that God promised to Israel. Okay? It's in the shape of a pyramid. Right? Or or triangle. Okay? And that that is the kingdom of heaven. Okay? And then Christ rules from Jerusalem for one thousand years. Sitting on the throne of David. Now, go to Psalms 145. Psalms 145 and verse 
13. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. Alright, now, I, I should have done this. Uh, should put all the Daniel verses together. But uh, let's go back to Daniel. Uh, Daniel chapter 4, verse 3. How great are his signs and how mighty are his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and his dominion is from generation to generation. Now go to Daniel 7. Daniel 7 verse 14. And there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages, languages excuse me, should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. So it's forever and ever. Okay? That's at Christ's second coming, his second advent. Okay? And and remember that this message that Christ preached, this kingdom message, it came with signs and wonders. Signs and wonders are not for the church today. Okay, so many people today, you know, they're they're looking at earthquakes and they're looking at tornadoes and and uh, typhoons and and uh, volcanoes and blood moons and all this stuff. And they're saying, repent because Christ is coming back soon. But those are not for us. We are to be looking. We are to be looking and watching for the Lord's return. Not looking for signs and wonders. Amen. Signs are for the Jews. Look at 1 Corinthians. First Corinthians chapter 1. Verse 22. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. Jews require a sign. Many times, many times, his Christ's disciples they asked him for a sign. Alright, what's this sign gonna be of the end? You know, and all of that, right? So where did these signs and wonders come about? These signs and wonders come about when Moses was at the burning bush. Okay, and then uh, Christ had him, or Christ, uh, God had him uh, put his staff down on the ground and it turned into a snake, a serpent, and then uh, he picked it back up and it turned back into a staff and they put his hand in his bosom and pulled about pulled it out and it become leprosy uh, leprosy uh, 
and then put it back in, pulled it out, and the leprosy was gone. That was the beginning of signs. Alright, so... Now, let's look really, really quickly here at, at what Christ tells his disciples to do. Okay? Um, go to Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10 and uh, and we'll read verses 1 to 15. And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out. Can we cast out unclean spirits today? No. And to heal all manner of sickness. Can man heal sickness today? No. And all manner of disease? No. Now the names of the twelve apostles are these. The first, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew his brother, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the publican, James the son of Alphaeus, and Lebius, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them. Okay, here's the commandments for the disciples from Christ, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans enter ye not. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So uh, the disciples weren't even allowed to go. Go to the Gentiles. Okay, Samaritans. They could not. Okay, only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as ye go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Nobody preaches the kingdom of heaven is at hand today. Verse 8, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. Can we raise the dead today? No. Can we cast out devils? No. Further ye have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses. Okay. Are we commanded today to, to not do that? No. Uh, nor script for your journey. Neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staves for the Workman is worthy of his meat. And to whatsoever city or town ye shall enter, inquire who is who is who in it is worthy, sorry, and there abide till ye go thence. And when ye come into an house, salute it. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whatsoever shall not receive and whosoever shall not receive you, Neither hear your words when you depart out of that house or city. Shake the dust off your feet. Verse 15. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Okay, so they, there's a lot of things that Christ told them to do or not to do that it's okay for us. Okay? And, and so... Now Christ, um, he healed on the Sabbath day, all right, and um, the the scribes, Pharisees, accused him of blasphemy, all right, and so so we will go ahead and uh, 
we'll stop right there and then we will get into that uh, next week okay and then what happened to Christ because of uh, the Jews alright so uh, thank you so very much um, for listening to this message and uh, and I pray that uh, it's a blessing to you and a help to you alright and um, and so uh, before I go I want to play a song for you uh, it's uh, it's by the Gospel Plowboys or sung by the Gospel Plowboys and it's entitled Forever on My Knees and I pray it's a blessing to you Amen. Every hour watching over me. And if I try to thank Him for what He's done for me, then I'd be forever on my knees.
Praise God for His goodness and His mercy and His grace. Amen. The Lord is so good. Alright. And He's faithful. And He can be trusted. Amen. You know, it may not seem like you know He's listening to your prayers and He's answering your prayers. And but God always answers in His timing and not ours. I and he's always watching out for us, you know. And uh, you know, you may think that, well, if Christ, you know, if if he's so good, why am I going through all these bad things? It's because of his goodness. You know, he doesn't allow those things to happen to you and I, you and me uh, to harm us, to hurt us, but to help us. Help us to build a deeper relationship with him and a deeper trust in him. Amen? Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen? All right. Thank you so very much for listening. Thank you for your prayers for me and my family, for the ministry that he's entrusted us with. Until next time, God bless you.